Uh, hey everybody, welcome back to the Babushka Boy podcast, uh, your favorite podcast hosted by me, Babushka Brenny, and Harmonica Hank. It sounds very demented, because that one is very out of tune. I have one that's in tune, but... No, this is the Frying Fan Podcast. Wait, hold on. Can I circle back? Harmonicas can be out of tune? Yeah. How would one tune a harmonica? You know, I'm not even... <laughs> That's worth the Google. Yeah, I don't know how you tune a harmonica. I think you just gotta get a new one. But uh, like I said, <laughs> this is this is the Frying Fan Podcast, uh, your favorite pop culture podcast. And my name is actually Dan, and with me is Robert D'Onofrio, the going? sexiest man of 2019. Thank you. According to GQ. And everyone. And everyone, of and course. And everyone. Um, yeah. How you doing, Bobby? What's new? <gasps> I'm doing all right. Um, you know, not much has happened in the last week for me besides, like, we, we've we had the transition into uh, cooler weather, like, officially, I would say. Mm, big like, fan. Like, now, uh, now instead of the colder days being the, uh, the anomaly or the rarity... Now the warmer days are, so, you know, it's it's actually been really nice and cozy for me. I've been uh, gaming with a hoodie on and some sweatpants, got my mocks on, mm. so I'm comfortable at home. Then, you know, outside of home, I'm able to wear some layers, which is always nice. Yeah, that's, I think you're, you're in the same boat as me, as when I can wear layers, that's when I thrive. Oh, yeah, I that's, that's why I'm at my happiest. Yeah. Um, Flannel season's always nice, ooh, I'd work on that. Hell yeah. Um... For this podcast, since it's audio and you can't see us, uh, both of us have, Bobby has a bandana going and I got a little babushka going to, you know, commemorate the times. Commemorate the times. That, it's because we're so into this. Yeah. I got my Naruto headband on, we're kicking it. Yeah. This is probably the most laid back podcast you're going to have because I I think you can agree. I don't know what it was this morning, but I woke up and I felt like I got hit by like a train. Oh yeah. I mean, so... It's we record this on Tuesdays, you guys know that, and it was a pretty cold, rainy Tuesday morning, which was nice. But like, I just could not get out of bed for oh, the life of me. My God, I <laughs> I actually just woke up, looked outside, and then went back to sleep. I wish I could have done the same. Yeah, I, I, well, I mean, I shouldn't have. I should have gone to class, but well. Yeah, I mean, I was. It'd really, be like that sometimes. I feel that. I was really tempted to just text my boss and be like, "It's a no go today." And then he's <laughs> like, "Why? What's up?" I'm just, uh, you know, and then just leave it there. And yeah, see how pretty reacts. much, honestly. You know, and one of our buddies said the same thing in the Discord, and I was like, "Oh, thank God, someone else said it," because I didn't know if I was just lazy or what. Yeah, I was. I mean, I was probably late because I, I woke up like 30 minutes before I had to leave for work, and then normally I'd get up and do stuff, but I was just like. <laughs> no, not today. And that's fine. I'll uh, I'll enjoy that time while I still have it. Hey, you know, it could it could be worse. You could have just never woken up and just been like no call, no show at work. Mm, I've <laughs> I did one time where like what was it? It was a Friday about a few months back, and I got to be in for work at like seven, and I woke up 
And I guess I thought it was Saturday because I woke up at like 7.10 and I was like, oh no, this is too early. <laughs> and then it was like 8.10 and I was like, wait, what day is it? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rip from me, dog. Yeah, my boss, uh, he wasn't happy, but he got over it. Dan's like, sorry, uh, my cat somehow managed to climb on the roof, right? Mm-hmm. And I had to get up there. Well, it, it was literally <laughs> like I was trying to think of the most like convoluted the uh, sequence of actions where it makes sense to why I was so late, but I got in. And I was just like, "No, nah, I just overslept, man." I thought it was Saturday, and he was like, "That's not gonna fly here." Well, I'm still there, so <laughs> honesty is the best policy. Mm. And I mean, you could like been like, hey, "Sorry, man, I was out drinking last night <laughs> on a Thursday." Yeah, you know, someone, someone actually had a. Someone walked into one of my jobs and had that as an excuse, like, yeah, sorry I'm late. Got really wasted last night. Took a while to sleep it off. Yeah, that's what your boss wants to hear. It's like, wow. Okay. Well, at least he's honest. I mean, it's always great when the boss comes in and says something like that, which has also happened. He's like, yeah, sorry I'm late, guys. I got drunk last night. <laughs> sorry I'm late, guys. Did you know heroin can have a hangover? I'm like, oh, uh, no, I didn't know that. Sorry. But, uh, yeah, pretty... Pretty chill week. I mean, it's been <laughs> cloudy and rainy. Yeah, it's supposed to be cloudy and rainy the whole week. Yeah. So Which, like, I can, I can get down with on weekends sometimes when I, like, I think a rainy Sunday is, sorry. <laughs> I think a rainy Sunday is perfect because it's like, I don't want to do anything and outside's just going, hey, take the day off, man. You deserve it. It always feels good doing nothing but sitting on your, uh, sitting at your computer playing games when it's rainy out. Oh, yeah. Because then it feels justified. That's like, yeah. Uh, the worst is you got a nice, bright, sunny Saturday, 70 degrees out, perfect weather, but oh. you're just, <sighs> I, I'm not feeling it, yeah, man. I'm not, I'm not standing today. <laughs> yeah. I, I try to, like, go to the gym and then. I'm like, all right, it's justified. Now I don't have to do shit for the rest mm. of the day. Oh, I did that on Sunday. I was like, I'm not doing anything today. But in the morning, I went and did some cardio on the bike. Did mm-hmm. a nice little 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Which, honestly, is getting easier and easier for me. So I guess that means I'm building stamina. I would say you are improving. Yeah, that, that sounds like a game to me. I'm no longer out of breath of 20 minutes of bike cardio. That's good. Which is nice. I'd say just hang it up at this point, you know? Yeah, I, I can't I get yeah, too attractive. Yeah, I don't... Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't really want to... Mm. You'll kind of ruin it for everyone else, and... I'm, I'm hoping I have a body change like Jeremy did. Our friend Jeremy went from a relatively bigger size. I don't know if you guys know what I look like, but somewhat my size to... Well, skinny. Yeah. Well, our friend Jeremy had cankles at one point. Now he's got beautiful legs. Yeah. I have not seen his legs, so I would not know. But he well, they're attractive. Yeah, he went from cankles to no cankles, and the transformation seamlessly happened like overnight to us. Oh, I I just didn't see him for a month. Saw him again, man was skinny. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, what up, man? Yeah, just like okay, shit. What's the secret, homie? And he hit me with the, I, I man, only, I just been working so much, I just lost weight. I only drink olive oil. <laughs> oh fuck okay uh yeah i'm hoping like maybe if i just drink coffee i'll lose weight that way and consume nothing else um very unhealthy way to lose weight but, but yeah no you'll lose it I'll, I'll lose it yeah you know it'll probably be great for my mental state as well right? oh yeah no that's like the um 
the old school fashion model way of losing weight of just like here take these laxatives and just don't eat anything and you'll be perfect Shit. quote Sound, unquote sounds like giving myself a uh, borderline uh what's it called what, what are they called eating disorder no no cuz that's not right no um fuck it's not worth it it's yeah. pro- it'll, it'll come know. to me it'll come to me like 23 minutes into the an enema and it <laughs> I hate that word so much. I do too, but that's what it would be. Oh my gosh. I remember when I first Googled that, and then I was like, okay. And then I went to a WikiHow, oh. which was a very visceral WikiHow article. It reminds me of, um, here, we'll get a little true crime in. Uh, there was a story that I listened to about, I can't remember her name, but it was a woman that her and her husband opened a, is basically like a home like a retirement home but it was supposed it was supposed to make you skinny but what she would do is force them to like sit in a bathtub and make them have like enemas and that's how they lose the weight and it was very secluded to where they couldn't like the patients couldn't reach out for help but they'd come out at weighing like 60 pounds then just die jesus and they'd pay to do it so that's how she'd make money you know that's I've heard of some wild ways that people do, like, try to lose weight. Like, a while back, probably, like, five years ago, I was reading about, they would go to, I think, Brazil or some South American country and basically give themselves a tapeworm in order to lose weight. Jesus. And then they would go back to this place, like, now, three or four months later, before the tapeworm would mature to a point that it would become damaging and have it surgically removed. Oh. And I don't know if you've ever actually seen what a tapeworm looks like when it's removed. It's gross. It's disgusting. Aren't they, like, they're long. They're very long. Some can get up to, uh, like, like upwards, I think. Like, well over the size of a human. Yeah, I was going to say, because I, I don't remember. I swear I remember hearing, like, 50 feet, but I don't know if that's accurate. Honestly, worms worms are pretty actually insane. Yeah, they're kind of nuts. Like, in a, as, as just a, a generalization from, like, flatworms to freaking tapeworms to anything. Mm. Ugh, ugh, parasite-looking bastard. That, that reminds me, because um, I'm not a huge Reddit person, but there's one subreddit I follow that's called Nature is Metal. <laughs> and if you're on Reddit, I would give it a look, because it's honestly insane. But one of them was, because they always have um, things of, like, parasites taking over insects. And one of them was a praying mantis. And it was, like, I don't know, I'd say a foot long inside a praying mantis. And But when they put the praying mantis in water, it couldn't survive in it. So it basically, like, killed the praying mantis to get out well, so that it could survive. Parasites are absolutely insane. You ever see the ones where the bug is dead? And then you just see the parasite protruding out of it, like, just, like, and it keeps coming and coming. Yeah, it's, and also, like, if they're dead, they're basically, like, turn them into zombies. And that shit freaks me out. Oh, there's exactly that. Turns them into zombies. There's a parasite that I think, like, it went into the, like, I think it was an ant's brain, got it to basically kill itself. And then it would just take over its body. Yeah. Like, that's wild. Imagine if those were, like... Humans. <laughs> I imagine, like, many years down the road, they'll probably keep evolving to the point where that's a possibility. But I don't think it's anything we'll have to worry about in our lifetime, thankfully. Maybe that's the inspiration for that show, Parasite. Probably? I, I mean, mean, that makes sense. I mean, there's been a lot of things with zombies and parasites. I mean, true. But this was, like, Parasite, Parasite. 
parasites. Parasite, parasite, yeah. Parasite, parasites. But parasites I, are wild. And then there was the one with the deer. Remember that when there was a zombie deer thing? <laughs> we talked about them on the show. Yeah. Oh my god, I haven't heard much about that since. No, maybe they're all just dead. Mm, well, now we got the triple E virus to worry about. So yeah, don't be outside after was it dusk and dawn? Yeah, dusk and dawn. just don't go outside. Yeah, big old skeeters are gonna get you, and then Bing, bam, boom, you're a vegetable <laughs> if you're not dead. <laughs> I remember like a week ago, I was outside my back porch <laughs> doing doing some doing oh, oh, yeah, just having fun, just having fun. Okay, and I got bit by a mosquito, and <laughs> I actually gave myself like a crisis because I was like, "I'm gonna fucking die! My brain's gonna swell, and there's no coming back from this. And even if I do live, I'm basically gonna be in a vegetated state where I can't do much anyway." Oh, yeah, that was like I was. I forgot to get my wallet out of my car at night, so I went out to go get it, and then, like, I felt something land on me, and I was like, <gasps> and then just, like, sprinted <laughs> to the car, then sprinted back, and I was like, I ain't fucking dying tonight. For real, like, it's when when the he, for people that don't know, is uh, basically a mosquito-transmitted uh, virus that has recently hit our state, Connecticut, and it's actually in quite a few towns. I think there is up to three or four deaths now from it. Keep them coming. Oh, wait. Um, no, don't. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, the way you die from it is the brain swells, and it keeps on swelling to the point where it'll kill you. And if it doesn't kill you, it kind of just leaves you impaired, yeah. whether it be physically or mentally. Anyways, so it's, it's, it's quite a scare, because you're driving on the highways, and you're seeing signs like, Triple E warning, don't go out at dusk or dawn. And I remember when I was driving home from class... It was like 10 at night. I've never heard of the EEE virus before. And I saw that on the highway. And I had such a panic because I had no fucking clue what it was. I When you... Because I didn't know either. But when you brought it to my attention, all I could think of was like wrestling Triple H. <laughs> and then I was thinking like, oh, his little brother's just out of prison <laughs> and some shit. Dude, when I, was, when I saw it on the highway, I was like, what the fuck is EEE? Why can't I go out at dusk or dawn? What the fuck's going on? I was like, is this a terrorist thing? Like, I was I was actually having like a crisis about it. Dude, fucking ISIS just rebranded. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, uh, to see it, but... Long story short, when I take my garbage cans to the end of the street at night, I basically am covered head to toe. Good. Because I ain't trying to die. No, not yet. Via mosquito, that is. Via mosquito. I mean, if I go out in like a cool way, like, oh, there's a baby in that burning building, but you have to kill Satan to get to it. And then I kill Satan, and then I jump out the window with the baby, but I, like, block the baby's fall with my fall, and it kills me. And then I have, like, like again, like a cool one-liner, mm. but I save the baby. <laughs> It's just, it's one of those. <laughs> Everybody's been there. Yeah, I mean. Yes, I see you pondering and you're like, yeah, that's what I think of daily as you admire your glass of water. It's definitely not because I went to go take a sip and just managed to <laughs> just spill it on myself. No, good job. That, that takes some skill. Oh, you did it again. I actually just did it again. You're actually, uh. I'm, I'm insane. Maybe you have Triple H already. Maybe, <laughs> the this is the maybe this is the vegetative state taking over. Mm. Um, you know, I thought I had it because, funny enough, um, after I noticed those mornings, so some of the symptoms is like uh, like random intense headaches. Had those. Uh, fever. Had that. Uh, tiredness. Had that. I basically had like a decent bit of the symptoms. <laughs> and I was like, am I actually dying here? WebMD. 
Might as well. I mean, Webb Knee would say I would have, like, cancer of the fifth degree. Yeah. Which it doesn't do. <laughs> Seventh dimension cancer. Yeah, for real. It's like, uh, you are dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. You I'm should... Googling from the grave. Yeah. Yeah, what if that's what it was? Like, you were Googling it, and then it says, you should be dead, and then you just look around, and, you're in, and there's a bunch of clouds everywhere, and you're like, man. That'd be, like, the worst ending to a fucking movie of all time. That'd be... That'd, oh, my God. That'd be, like, an Adam Sandler movie ending. Yeah, you, you know, Okay, you know in The Sixth Sense how Bruce Willis was actually dead the whole time? Yeah. Like, <laughs> if, that's how, if that's how he found out in the end, it was just, oh, shit. They're like, honey, could you grab the whatever? And he goes to grab and he can't. It's just, oh, uh, 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 fuck. Fuck, I'm dead. Yeah, that'd be, that would stink. <laughs> I also have a cough this week, so. Very nice. We're, yeah, sorry. It's a good, we're doing good. I'm, hope, I'm hoping I just get you sick as well. I wouldn't be too opposed. I'll get over it. Yeah. Um. Do you want to talk about any topics or? So uh, I will say we'll talk about Joker at the end, for the yeah. people that haven't seen it. Just so I mean, I don't really want to even do spoilers for it. It's kind of hard not I don't, to. Though. I don't feel like it, I feel like it's not a very spoilery movie though. Like I feel like there's nothing in that movie where if you say it happens, it'll ruin the experience for you. See, I, I kind of think I think kind of the other way, because even if you talk about the tone of the whole movie. You really like I don't know about you. I didn't go into the movie really knowing what the tone of it was going to be. I mean, I knew it was going to be dark, but I didn't think it was, was going to be as un. It was unsettling. Yeah, it was very unsettling, but in a very, very creative way. Oh yeah, good. we'll say this: Joaquin Phoenix did a phenomenal job. Pretty darn good. Pretty fucking amazing. It's also kind of cringy, but it was you know, it was to set the tone. What <laughs> the movie? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, you don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it now. Wait. I don't want to get into it now. Uh, speaking of uh, comic book people, uh, Martin Scorsese said Marvel isn't cinema. Okay, so I think Robert Downey Jr.'s response to this was kind of the best. He was on the Howard Stern show. And he said something to the tune of like, "But it's in theaters." And I completely agree. Like, when you... I think uh, Martin Scorsese's response... Hold on, let me find it in this article. <clears throat> do, 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 do. He goes, I don't see them. I tried, you know, but that's not cinema. He told he told a magazine, I can't remember which one. Honestly, the... Cl- the cl- uh, Honestly, the closest I can think of them, as well made as they are... With actors doing the best they can under the circumstances is theme parks. He calls them theme parks. Yeah, well, I mean, to his credit, Martin Scorsese, a lot of what Marvel made is to sell. Well, like, the cinematic universe is definitely cinema, and I wouldn't disagree with that, but a lot of it is for the toys, theme parks, and everything else. Well, his response to what, like, he kind of gives a definition of what cinema is for, you know, because that's kind of like a vague thing to say if you don't really define it yourself. True. He says, it isn't the cinema of human beings trying to convey emotional, psychological experience to another human being. I mean, I don't understand how it wouldn't be, though, you know? I mean, the movie makes you feel things, and that's kind of the whole point of a movie, right? Mm, well... But I guess I'm not 
Martin Scorsese. From what I noticed about this, people are like wondering, is he just salty about Marvel's success? Is he basically kind of being a hipster of the movie scene or what? To, I mean, this isn't the first time this happened where like a director bashed uh, Marvel for being what it is, you know? Who was the last one that did it? It wasn't James Cameron. It was starts with an S, I think, right? Um, we talked about it. God, maybe it was, was it just Scorsese again? No, it wasn't Scorsese. It was, uh... Spielberg. Spielberg, that actually. That was the one. Yep. Yeah, I knew it being him the Ness. But yeah, it was Spielberg, because... I don't know, I guess... To be fair, a lot of Marvel movies are just kind of copy, copy and paste of each other when I mean, it comes to the outline. That's kind of the genre, though, in itself. Exactly. You know, it's superhero intro... Villain intro, superhero meets villain, villain kicks his ass, halfway through, something happens. Training montage, comes back, beats the villain. Yeah. With some witty hijinks in the middle. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I want to agree with Scorsese. Mostly because he calls them theme parks. I feel like that's just a weird distinction. Well, I mean, they do make theme parks. I don't think he's trying to even allude to that. He's just calling the movie... Like, yeah. he's saying these movies aren't cinema. They're theme parks. Well, I mean, if his whole thing with cinema is that it should make you feel a way... I mean, it did to people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't say you can, like, argue with that. And also, it's very... I, I mean, cinema as a thing is just so broad and subjective to yeah. what is, like, a good movie and what's a bad movie. I mean, I imagine he considers his own movies to be c- cinema. Yeah. But... Like, my thing is, is I can't decide if he's just kind of being a douche or if he's actually just trying to make a valid point to make a valid point. You know what I mean? Like, whether or not he's being a jerk or if he's just being opinionated. Well, I mean, I'd imagine this is, like, his honest opinion. Mm. Someone asked him about it, so he gave it. It's just not the opinion most people wanted to hear, you know? Yeah, of course. And Robert Downey Jr. had a response of... uh, Let's see. He was asked um, by Howard Stern if he uh, if he thinks that Scorsese's jealous, and he thinks he goes, of course not. In his view, and by the way, there's a lot to be said about how these genre about how these genre movies, and I was happy to be part of the problem. If there's one degenerate de- degenerated the art form of cinema, so that means a whole lot of nothing because this article sucks. Basically, he said like, nah, Scorsese's not not being um. salty or jealous yeah Yeah. i mean i hope not it seems rather immature they make completely different movies yeah i mean he has a point of what he's saying it's just not what people want to hear pretty Mm. much is what it comes down to i'd say i mean i don't agree with it because like i've said a movie is a movie cinema movie same thing Mm. it's just got to make you feel something that makes you feel something boom you're doing all right i mean would he say you remember the movie tyre yeah. Like killer tire. Would do you think you call that, was, that cinema? Uh, that was called Rubber. Rubber, thank you. Um that movie was absolutely horrific. Yeah. Do you think you call that one cinema? I don't even know if that aired in movie theaters. I think it was just on Netflix, but I mean it was it's some kind of cinema. It, yeah, it was definitely there. I mean I Can't feel deny like it. Everyone has the tools to make a movie nowadays. It could be found footage. It could be like the way they did Blair Rich, where they just gave the actors cameras and told them to do what they do. Like it, 
anything can be a movie, so I feel like it just comes down to everyone's personal definition of what a movie slash cinema is. Yeah. I always wish this kind of off topic, but I always kind of wish that I grew up when uh, the first Blair Witch came out, or like I was cognitive for it. I don't remember when the first one came out, but I do remember that the people that are making it didn't say anything about the movie, and people thought that it, it was, was real. real. Yeah. yeah. And I always wonder what being in that culture would have been like. Because I don't know if I was born yet for it. I think it was before my time. It was, it was 99. Oh, no, I was alive. Just not, not cognitive. Not not coherent whatsoever. Because, well, and then, I don't think they told him anything. And the remake they made with, uh, the only person I remember is James Allen McCune. But they just didn't tell any of the actors what was happening. So that they'd have kind of like genuine reactions to it. Mm. And I thought that was cool. But I guess that one didn't land that well with people. Compared to the first one, if I remember correctly. Uh, Didn't they remake it a third time? I feel like they are remake, Or they made a video game. Yeah, they made a video game. That's... I've watched it. It's not... Didn't look that good, but... It's one of those multiple ending ones, so you never know. I mean, it's got like a 9 out of 10. Oh, does it? Huh. Or I guess one, one part of it does. Okay. Yeah, um... You know, on the subject of making movies, I kind of always wanted to make one of those, uh, fa- like, found footage movies. Like, the first Blair Witch was filmed, I think, in a week. Mm. You know, and that was that. They just filmed it in a week. Yeah, I mean, you definitely need a good editor, though. Yeah, well, nowadays, yeah. Back in 99, not so much. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm pretty sure the movie ages decently well. I haven't watched it in few years but i'd be down i mean it is spooky season it is spooky season thank god happy october by the way yep just kind of crept up on us september didn't really ever happen wake me up Inside. when september ends oh okay green day thank you i'm green day from green day yeah, are you green day oh <laughs> i wonder if anybody's ever asked the uh main person from green day if he was green day you yes. know that'd probably just be bad but Fuck it, are who you, cares? Are you Benjamin from Breaking Benjamin? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Breaking. From Breaking Benjamin. And they're like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Are you Skillet from Skillet? <laughs> yes. Are you Dragon Force from Dragon Force? <laughs> I, I hope Dude, that's how they enter any room. Speaking of Dragon Force, their new music is not good. And it's a tragedy. Ever since they got rid of their singer... Back when they were popping off, they've gone downhill, and I can't get behind their music anymore. The only and Dragon Force I know is old Dragon Force. That's what I'm saying, because they actually came out with a new album in September. Did they? September or August. It was either September or late August, but they came out with a new album, and I was thinking, like, Dragon Force album? Hell yeah, I want to listen to that. And the singer is just so weird. It doesn't fit the tone, like the guitar solos and the drum solos, those still bang. You can't deny that. Mm-hmm. But when he gets to the singing, I'm just like, eh, I'm not. <laughs> Maybe this ain't it. This ain't it anymore. Huh. That's unfortunate. Uh, but we're actually making our way back to the main topic at hand. Martin Scorsese is allowed to have his opinion. I just don't agree with it. Mm. And not a, a lot of people don't, so. Yeah, I mean, I let. I guess he's probably not just trying to be a jerk. It's probably his just... I guess if anyone can have this opinion, it's him as a director. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely... It's not like he's a new guy just walking in and being like, hey, this fucking sucks. Yeah. 
He's not like a freaking uh, one of those people I called that just go to film festivals. You know what I mean? Those yuppity. They're kind of like a cinema hipster. freaks. Yeah, yeah. they kind of like a hipster. He's not one of those either. So he, he's definitely done his due. He's got a movie coming out uh, called The Irishman. Does it? Yeah, it's hitting Netflix. I think like November twenty seventh. Well, then but, that's not cinema. Uh, I think it was supposed to be in theaters, and I heard theaters aren't going to show it, so they're putting it in Broadway. Interesting. Yeah. But um, I'm really excited for that movie, because it's got Robert De Niro in it, and he's a favorite of mine. Robert De Niro is a, uh, he's a good boy. I wish he was my dad. Yeah, do you? Yeah, just because I, I feel like if I was yelled at by Robert De Niro, I'd basically be taking over the world right now. Probably, yeah, that would ignite a flame inside you that you never knew existed, I'd imagine. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I... I, I <laughs> he's such a like interesting guy. Like, he had that movie, like, was it Bad Grandpa a while back with Zac Efron? Oh, yeah. And his, his comedy was really good. But then you look at, like, The Goodfellas, his seriousness, really good. Yeah, that's true. Or yeah. even Joker, he was really good. Oh, yeah. He was in Joker, if you didn't know. No, I'd say uh, Robert Nero as a dad, pretty good. Maybe. Um, but I think that's enough of that. Is there something else you wanted to... Mm. So the chopping block. There is 20 new moons discovered around Saturn, and they need names. So I don't really give a crap about the moons they discovered. Like, I think like most of them are between like 1 and 15 miles in terms of size. Anyways, I'm trying to think, what would be some good names for moons? Like, if you could name them after anything. You know, you could, you could, you could be edgy and go to mythology and name, I don't know, one of the moons... Uh, Poseidon. Poseidon. Yeah. I I guess Neptune really is just the Roman version of that, but yeah. I think Pete would be a great moon name. Pete? Pete. Pete? I agree. I was thinking of just naming it after objects, like, this one is Fork. You could do that, yeah. The 67th moon is Saturn. <laughs> fork. The 67th moon is Saturn. It's got a nice ring to it, doesn't it? Yeah. Or, uh, Plate. Plate or, or Momo, name it after your cat. I could name it after my cat. Um, I think yeah, you could kind of go anyways with this. I I like the thought of naming it just like very generic human names, just like if the forty third mood, John, and then like next to it is forty fourth mean Obelisk the Tormentor, and it's like whoa <laughs> Obelisk, and I was like oh okay, and it's like what's the forty fifth moon's name? Steve. Steve. How about forty six? Greg. That's right. Great. All right. So what's 47? Oh, Dormammu. <laughs> Dormammu, I've come to bargain. Yeah. That's kind of a mouthful. Well, it's hyphenated. So. Yeah. It's it's one word. Just say it fast. You'll get through it. Yeah. Dormammu. All right. Here, let's let's run through. We'll back we'll back and forth through the 20 names. You start. What's moon number one? Fork. I'm, I'm adamant about having a fork. fork. All right. Uh, two will be Pete, like I said. All right. Uh, what, do you, what about three? Cork. Cork? Is yeah. it just going to rhyme? Are we going to rhyme all the way to 20 with fork? No, I wasn't planning to. I think there's only one way we'll find out. Uh, third, um, Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh, that's a banger of a name. I want to name a moon Kirby. Kirby? I think you want that to be number four? Yeah. Or you want to hold off to later on? No, that can be four. Okay, four is Kirby. Yeah, Kirby, uh, Kirby's four. Uh, five, I'm going to go, I'll probably go Momo. Name it after my cat. Name it Momo. Okay, yep. that's good. Uh, what, what about six? What are you thinking? Uh, Gamer Girl Bathwater. Gamer Girl Bathwater. It's kind of mouthful, but like you said, hyphen, say it fast, it's fine. Did you know she got arrested? 
I saw that. I, I don't know if it's legit, but she tweeted out, we're talking Bella Delphine. She's a person that sold bathwater. We talked about that. You, oh, come yeah. on. You're up to date. You know this. Um, I guess <laughs> somebody stole her hamster, and they were like, I didn't steal your hamster. But then someone else was like, did you steal Bella Delphine's hamster? And she's like, yeah, I thought it'd be funny. And then so, she vandalized her car. <laughs> yeah, she vandalized her car, put a twitchy mode on it, and then a give me back my fucking hamster. Bitch. Bitch. And then... She had to take a mug shot. I don't know if it's legit, though. I'm pretty sure it's, like, all staged. But I mean, she got a hamster. Yeah, it's still funny. It, it, <laughs> I love the just the screenshot. Oh, not the screenshot. The mug shot. Yeah. Just the... It, it, it looked <laughs> a little too close. Like, uh, well... Oh, yeah, it definitely wasn't a mug shot. It was, like, a selfie. Yeah. And I don't know if they were just like, hey, you're pretty good at this. You take it. And she was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> My uh, God. Wait, what moon are we on? Six? Seven. Is it my turn or your turn? Your turn. My turn? No, if it's seven, then it'd be your turn. Shit. Uh, <laughs> sit, we're on six. Oh, no, okay. No, you, your seven was Gamer Girl Bathwater. So it would be eight with me. Um, I like Obelisk. Obelisk? Yeah. Okay. So I'm on nine, right? Yep. All right. Uh, I'm just going to name that one Nueve, which Nueve. is nine in Spanish. Because, remember, humans are statistically creative as hell. I like that. Uh, pretend I'm going to go huevo for egg in Spanish to keep the trend going. Los huevos. Los huevos. <laughs> no huevos. Uh, for 11, milk. Milk? Milk. Okay, you're, you, you're really nailing it home with the whole naming it after... Uh, just things. I, I am very adamant. I think that'd be very funny. Uh, I think 11, I'll go... Um, that's 12, but yes. Oh, 12? Sorry. I'll go Marcus. Marcus. That's yeah. a good name for a moon. Yeah. Is it... Con- is it a- Not condescending. Is it a... Do I sound like a big head if I name one after myself? No. Robert Don, baby. Number 13. Number 13. That's fine. Uh, number 14. Uh, this one's going to be tough, but I think I'm going to go with uh, Fig. Fig. Yeah. That's actually not that bad of a name. It could be better. could be worse. Uh, what do we think at 15? 15. 15? Yeah. Uh, Avengers Endgame. <laughs> Avengers Endgame, of course, a staple. Oh, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, God, number 16, what am I thinking? Um, I'll name it Jake. Jake? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Jake. Yeah, 16 is Jake. 17. Uh, Mike and Ike's. Mike and Ike's good. Uh, 18, I'm gonna go with God. God, just name it God. Yeah, and then if anyone's ever like, why is it God? That's where, uh, God's relaxing, on the 18th moon of Saturn. Yeah. It's kind of obvious. 19, Sandals Resort. San, what resort? Sandals Resort. Sandals Resort? Yeah. Um, uh, 20, we're gonna go... The Funky Fresh Fusion. The Funky Fresh Fusion. Where it's, if you want to really get down and party, you're going to the 20th new moon of Saturn. Jesus. No, uh, I'm, I'm, glad, <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad. we just named all 20 of them for uh, who, who, whomever gets to decide these uh, names. Yes, let's see. Uh, bonus names, we're going to go with... Uh, Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig, obviously. Um, Ronald... Just Ronald. Just Ronald. Uh, here, let me look at my Steam names. That'll be a good indicator of what I think a good name. High speed tax evasion. High speed tax evasion would be good. 
I, I think high-speed tax evasion would have been a good fit for number 11 or 12, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there again. Maybe when, like, 20 more moons come out, we'll get there. Hmm. Well, we got it. I guess what I liked a lot about this article, though, is uh, when I was looking for topics, I was scrolling through this article, and this one had comments down at the bottom, mm-hmm. and they're all basically saying, like, so it's 20 new rocks, not moons, huh? And people were like, they, they mean just satellites. Satellites mean anything that goes as in an orbit around. Mm-hmm. They're just calling it moons because people know what moons are. If they think they're satellites, that means there's electronics, but that's not the case. But imagine, like, actually caring that much. Honestly, this is... I, I, people, people seem to a lot. I wonder what the subculture of NASA is like, where people get in arguments <laughs> of, like, Pluto's not a planet, and then someone's like, shut the fuck up, idiot! <laughs> I will die for Pluto, man. Also, do you like that Steam name? <laughs> uh, I would like to defer and rename Moon 16 from Jake to Wagon Wheel McGillicuddy. Wagon Wheel McGillicuddy. I, oh my god, that reminds me. Um, if my dad ever listened to the podcast, he'd be proud of this. But me and Ben uh, yesterday, for about two hours, only listened to Life is a Highway by Rascal Flats. Oh and we sang it every single time. <laughs> But the I switched it up with Wagon Wheel by Darius Rucker. That's a banger. I don't know if you... It's so weird calling, like, older songs bangers. <laughs> Bohemian like, Rhapsody? Banger. Banger. Uh, Rhap- Rhapsody? That's Rhapsody? Weird. September, Earth, Wind, and Fire? Slapper. That, I mean, that is a slapper. Well, that is a slapper. That is a slapper. That's an undisputed slapper. Mm. Uh, but Rascal Flatts, Life is a Highway, that is a bona fide, without a doubt, hundo percent... Bang City Banger. Nothing will take me off my high, like coming home from our friend's house on the 4th of July, being a little lit, blasting that song, and having five people in the car simultaneously singing that song. The best part is we never took the highway to get back there, even though it would have been quicker. uh, Because we wanted the boys' time. Well, it was great because once I found out where we were... um, Fire Burning by Sean Kingston came on. <laughs> oh, man. We were just all collectively punching the ceiling in your car. Yeah. I was... Oh, we... That was the best. If if I haven't lived enough... if Or if I haven't lived... If... Jeez, I didn't even know where the hell I was going. I think the most I lived was on that night in Me that so. car. In that car ride that was like 30 minutes long for some odd reason. Oh, we took the longest way possible. Because we wanted to have our little uh, little sing-along action. A little cardio action. Not cardio. Karaoke. <laughs> Same shit. Yeah, definitely. Could you imagine? Well, Ca- the, cardio dude, karaoke night. No. Cardio is short for car radio. Let it sink. Uh, say it back to yourself. And now nod because you're like, okay, dance on to something. But then shake your head and be like, nope, cardio is the act of moving, because you're an idiot. You're actually a genius. Oh, what can I say? I think I found who's going to be filling Stephen Hawking's wheels. Yeah. You think I could, you think I could <laughs> fit that chair? <laughs> <laughs> it's not insensitive. He's, he's dead. It's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. The uh, look on your face is like, is this okay to say? Fuck yeah. it, I'm saying it. <laughs> well, I'm like, oh, I can edit it out. But God knows I'm not editing it out. <laughs> um, hey, oh, shit. Speaking of edit, uh, this has nothing to do with editing. Uh, Epic Games, the Fortnite company, 
said they're facing a class action lawsuit for like the millionth fucking time over claims that a game or claims that their game is as addictive as cocaine. Now, I have one thing to say about this. How would the people filing the lawsuit know that the game is addicting as cocaine if they haven't tried cocaine? Okay, here's the thing. Out of all the addictive drugs they could have picked, cocaine is like not even that high up there. If you like if you put into perspective all the addictive drugs. Yeah, I mean, like cocaine's below caffeine. Yeah, let me let me preface this with neither of us have done any hardcore drugs such as cocaine. Bobby is looking at me bewildered, so I will say at least I haven't done any hardcore drugs. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they could have just said caffeine. Caffeine's very addictive. Yeah, I mean, I guess they probably wanted to have the impact, and they didn't want to say, like, heroin, because that's a very aggressive word. Well, I mean, heroin and cocaine both are very uh, I mean, inviting words. I mean, yeah, but cocaine's like the party drug, whereas heroin's the... Uh, Slap a belt on your wrist and fuck shoot it. up. Yeah, so I guess that, that makes a better headline. But anyways, I, I threw this article in here because, well... I feel like that doesn't hold, like, I'm, I'm not one for defending Epic Games, but their job was to make a good game. Okay. If people are addicted to this game, that means they did a good job. Hold on. I want to read the first fucking little paragraph from this article. The maker of Fortnite may face a class action lawsuit in Canada after two parents of a teenage son's alleged last week the company purposely designed the multiplayer video game to be as addictive to be as addictive as cocaine and like you said why the fuck would i not design a game to make people want to play it exactly like, like that's a if good job if your kid's hooked on the game take the game away from him if your kid's a little shit and is starting to like f- fucking kick the cat because you can't play Fortnite, send him to therapy kick the kid wait yeah kill the kid no I mean, both therapy i mean one they're both kinds of therapy kill the kid at therapy I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it later. Schrodinger's kid? Is he alive or dead? Tune in to find out. But, oh uh, my god, no, no. <laughs> there's no kids in danger. <laughs> but uh, the addiction to the game Fortnite has real consequences on the lives of players, many of whom have developed problems such as they do not eat, do not shower, and no longer socialize. Moreover, rehabilitation centers specifically dedicated to addiction to Fortnite have opened up all over the world, particularly in Quebec and Canada, to treat people for addiction. Like, who the fuck? Like, that? it's not a fault of the company. That just means people need to no, fucking this, get a hold on their lives. This is literally, like, parents fucking suck, and I'm so sick of, like... Ooh, it's, this is doing it to my kid. It's like, no, you're just a shit fucking parent. Yeah, you let the kid fucking play it 12 hours a day for fucking four months straight, and now he's like, <laughs> I need Fortnite What's to like, live. All right, we were these kids with our respective games. I played the ever-living fuck out of Call of Duty, but when my grades start to suffer with Call of Duty, my parents are like, hey, shithead, you're not doing this until you get good grades. Oh, yeah, I fucking literally pulled all-nighters constantly playing World of Warcraft. The moment my dad was like, hey... Your grade dropped? That was that. Yeah, he's he, gone. That was that. But, I mean, now it's like... I don't know if the parents are like, oh, if I take Fortnite away from my kid, he'll kill the family. Well, they're saying, like, they're dependent on it. Like, I, I kind of have this conversation a lot, and I hate, like, relating, uh... Relating... Like, uh, addictions to, uh... Like, things as... As to, like, substance addiction. Okay, yeah. 
If that makes sense, like, yeah, no, no, you're... I hate like when people say I'm so addicted to like this video game. It's like I'm addicted to a drug because like drug addiction and then just addiction to things are completely different things. Yeah, like yeah, the brain, the brain chemistry is kind of a lake, but when you don't actually have that substance creating that dependency, like it, it just feels so weird to think about them being similar. Yeah, they're they're not one and the same. I mean, they share. They share similarities, but it's not the same thing. Like, could you imagine saying, like, you're physically dependent on Fortnite? Um, I would be very embarrassed to say that. But in the whole, they don't sleep, don't eat, don't shower. Don't shower. Well, okay, first off, the no socializing, they're playing with their friends online nine times out of ten. So they are socializing, and those are their friends. Like, so they're fine in that regard. But if they're not showering and eating, it's just, like, that's on the parent, it, depending on how old the kid is. If the kid's, like, 18, doesn't want to get a job, just plays Fortnite all day, you you kick that little sack of shit out of the house. <laughs> yeah. God. I just don't understand how people can try and, like, who goes to a lawyer and, like, hey, does this idea hold ground that lawyer's, like, yeah. Yeah, we can we can sue this company for their game being good like they intended. It'll make me money. Yeah, it'll, it'll, I'll, I'll get money either way. I don't know. I feel like old people are idiots. Yeah, we'll um, we'll uh, you know, we'll say take that with a grain of salt. Well, okay. When I say old people are idiots, I mean like the old Boomers. people that can't really quantify what a video game is yeah i mean i understand if you didn't grow up with it you don't understand it that's all well and good that's fine but if you think that's the main reason that your kid is like a degenerate yeah that's no if you're blaming the actual video game for why he's a fucking gremlin like why what at that point why not blame like xbox for making their consoles so obtainable literally you know what i mean like why not blame them instead why blame the game yeah i mean also like I feel bad for Epic Games because they've gotten sued on a lot of shit that I feel like they shouldn't have. Like, I don't give a shit about the game. I played it for a little bit. It was fun, but it wasn't something yeah, that I enjoyed. Well, long story short, you're not fucking playing that. Yeah, I'm not addicted. Like, I understand having a dependency on, like, oh, I had a long day at school or a long day at work. I can't wait to go home and just, like, play my video games because everybody gets that. That's a normal thing. Mm. But... Like we said numerous times, it shouldn't be the game's fault that you're a bad parent. Mm. And I, d- I don't know if it's old parents or if it's, like, young, like, early 30s or, like, late 20 parents. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I imagine it's a mixture of both. But I'm thinking, like, to make this lawsuit, they have to be pretty, like, out of touch of what a video game or, like, video games in general. Like, I can tell you my parents are older, but they wouldn't be making these claims even if I was severely addicted to a video game. Just because they know, like, it's not the game's fault, it's just my fault as a person. (laughs) Exactly. Well, it's also a lot of, it feels like a lot of parents these days, at least in social media, think that their kids can do no wrong. That's definitely true. We did talk about that recently as well. You know, when was the last time you were addicted to a game? Like, addicted to... I can, I can think of yours, actually. What's uh, mine? Oh, Warframe? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I put in, like, 300 hours in a Warframe over the course of, like, a month or yeah. some shit. Yeah, I played the shit out of that. But I was never like, I'm going to take three days off from work so I can play Warframe. I remember back in high school, I took some time off to play World of Warcraft. Yeah. 
I mean, I won't deny that Friday into Saturday, I'd pull an all-nighter and ruin my Saturday, but I'm an adult. I can do that. <laughs> I mean, nothing beats getting so into a game where you actually want to like do an all-nighter when you're not even with your boys like yeah. in real life. Oh, yeah. But no, that was, that was a good time. That was like a year ago, maybe. Mm, yeah, probably, yeah, probably yeah, a year ago, yeah. but still. I mean... I'm a fully functioning adult. I got my own place, got my own car, got my own job. I ate food. I showered. I even went to the gym. I don't know if you showered, Dad. Well, okay, maybe I didn't shower, but I went to the gym. And I don't know if you, I don't know if you ate food either. I'm pretty sure you survived purely off of uh... my own sweat. <laughs> That's disgusting. I just had like a, a kiddie pool underneath me and just sweat, and then I pour it in a water and just reconsume it. That is horrifically disgusting i was gonna say you survived like off of gatorades and oatmeal but yeah yeah i did do that but that was a good time i like that yeah i mean that's that's a good feeling for a gamer to be honest with you yeah <laughs> like, you, you fucking you boomers wouldn't understand dude it has been one of my favorite trends lately is to is to use boomer as an insult i love calling people boomers dude, we were playing a game with one of our friends tyler and he was getting trashed on in chat and he called them a boomer and i laughed about it for the next 30 minutes yeah dude i love when people say like oh that's such a boomer mentality. Oh my like, gosh, yes. You're such a millennial boomer. <laughs> Anytime on Twitter, there's a mildly convenience. Fucking boomers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, moral of the story, don't be a boomer. Uh, don't be a shit parent. I, or I or just, be a boomer and be a shit parent. Yeah, be both. We need uh, people to make us look better, I guess. Because yeah, I'll be a great parent, I can tell you that. Well, I definitely will not file a lawsuit against a gaming company because my kid won't love me or hug me goodnight but instead he's gonna go play fortnite with dennis and dylan you know and their grounds for this was just like yeah but the world health organization classified gaming addiction is a real addiction and it's like well yeah yeah you can but that doesn't equal lawsuits does it no you can stand on that hill and die on it if you want but i don't think any judge would give a shit about that yeah i mean you're not like you're addicted to gambling, right? Because this is a good example. Like, say, gambling. I mean, gambling, gambling. Like, casino gambling or scratch tickets, even. You're not going to, like, the, the Connecticut Lotto Association or, like, I don't know, the casino, and you're like, I'm suing you because my husband blew every ounce of money he had here. Like, that doesn't work because yeah. it's like, that's the name of the game. Exactly. And it's also something that if people are around you and care enough, they will cut you off from said addiction. I can't imagine, like, getting to a point, like, letting my kid get to a point where it's like, oh, wait, shit, he's actually addicted. Yeah. I, like, I I don't, I mean, back in your day, did your parents ever, like, I don't know, maybe you're spending a little too much time inside or you didn't have that many friends. I'm saying, like, when you were really young, so your parents tried to introduce you to their friends' kids. Yeah, oh, you, yeah that's how. Like, do, do parents not do that anymore? True. I, don't I mean, they... Maybe we gotta have kids. I mean, parents can just be like, yo, give me the game, and that's that. That's what I'm saying, and if the kid throws a hissy fit, you slap that little shit in his room and yeah, I mean, think about it. My dad was smart. The one time he actually took a gaming console away from me, he didn't even take the console, he just took the power cord. Yeah. That was that. Like, I was like, you can do that? Yeah, just, and then you're just staring at it, and you just keep hitting the power button, and you're like... It doesn't turn on. It'll turn on eventually. I'm like, well, what am I gonna do after school, dad? He's like, go read a fucking book, and lo and behold... 
I liked reading books after that. No cap. <laughs> that is literally the reason why I like reading. I like that, actually. I like that a lot. <laughs> that is actually the reason. It's just, all right, I guess, um, guess I read now. All right. We can um, we can transition from shitting on boomers to shitting on libtards, I guess. I'm sorry? Are people that, like, Joker people. You know oh, what I mean? okay. With all the controversy that was around it. First, we'll talk about the movie. So, we're going to talk about the Joker now light spoilers we're not really going to talk about specifics but i don't know it it's a very tonal movie so in my opinion it kind of could be a spoiler dan's opinion it's not so yeah. proceed at your own risk i guess i mean I, I would definitely say go watch it very much go watch uh it. There, there's some intense scenes but it's pretty easy to don't take your kids to it no do not take your kids to it if you take your kids to it you're one of those shitty boomer parents. Yeah, you're you're kind of a bad parent if you do. No cap. Oh, I I would have died laughing if when we went to go see it there was a baby crying. I would have. I had something really fucked to say in response. Yeah. Don't want to say it because right. I don't want you to forget to edit it out. All right. Just ask me afterwards. All right, I'll and ask. You will, and you will agree that it was fucked. All right, I'll ask you after. All Anyways, right. you want to start? Um. Well, first, uh, what would you would you um. What do you think of the movie? Where do you what do you rate it? I would, I would give it a ten out of ten to be honest. I would say it's one of the best movies I've watched in probably like five past five years. Would you say it was overhyped or overplayed, or no, do you I, think it was actually warranted? I, I think it definitely deserved the hype it got. I like fully agree. I, I felt very, I don't know, cringy watching it because his because Joaquin's Phoenix was. so so good like you felt like yeah. you were really watching something that cringy unfold in real life like i i wore a sweatshirt and i kept having to like hide in my sweatshirt because i was like oh, oh like oh. there's one scene where because all right plot i not really plot of the movie but the whole thing is like he has a disorder where he laughs uncontrollably and when he's uncomfortable so there's he wanted to be a stand-up comedian so he went to go to a comedy club and he tried, he went on stage, he wanted to tell a joke, and then... When Just he, fucking start dying. Yeah, laughing. when he got on stage, he started laughing, and then none of his jokes were landing. And, like, you had to sit through a few of the jokes, <laughs> and, oh, my God, it made you feel so uncomfortable. Dude, I was at, my toes were curling, like, I was, like, my knee, like, I was rubbing my knees, like, yeah. I was just like, oh, I can't fucking do this, man. But it was, like, it wasn't not enjoyable. It, yeah, that's that's the, thing. the thing, is, like, I enjoyed being in that scenario. Yeah, well, it was just so well done that that, like, you didn't feel like, God, was this needed. Like, it genuinely was just that good. Yeah. Um, so, I'm gonna, ju I'm gonna say something that was kind of, like, controversial on Twitter that I completely disagree with. And, basically, people that aren't liking this movie, it's because they went in expecting it to be, like, a Deadpool-type, like, anti-hero or just a superhero movie just from the villain's perspective. It, and it really bothers me. Well, first off, it was never marketed as that. It was always marketed as a dark movie. Yeah, but people are like, yeah, but it's the Joker. That's that's part of a superhero franchise, right? So that means it's got to have, you know, like, it, it literally had no superhero elements whatsoever. Besides the fact that he, I guess he is a villain in a sense, but like... Even then, I would more classify that as, like, a serial killer type, not even, like, a supervillain type. Well, that was the thing. Like, in this movie, there was no antagonist besides himself, really. There was no... There wasn't even a protagonist or antagonist, in yeah. my opinion. I feel like every scene 
was so neutral. That's why it was so offset or yeah. unsettling. Unsettling. Unsettling at some points because really, like you you couldn't root for anybody. Yeah, like there was no Batman. Like you saw Baby Bruce Wayne, but he wasn't going to do anything. Yeah, like there was no. <sighs> you were basically a bystander in just a story. You know, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't your superhero cookie cutter that we were talking about before, where it's just you know the same plot over and over, just copy and paste it with different characters. You know, and the people on Twitter that I was seeing are basically like thinking like this this was just supposed to be like the origin story of like Heath Ledger's Joker. You know, like yeah. no, like that's not what it was. It, they just used the fandom, the universe that you know happened to be part of the Batman uh, franchise or whatever the hell you want to call it. Yeah. And they picked this character and they told a very I guess very good story. Was, I don't know you know how to very say unique, it. yeah. Yeah. Um it, it's not a superhero movie. It's not a supervillain movie. It's not part of that even area. Yeah, it's literally just like the likelihood of the comics that has absolutely nothing to do with like yeah. Batman versus Joker kind of deal. I would say this is likened to like this is basically a f- like what a fan fiction would be to the actual product. Yeah, I, I could see that. Like, it may, it may have the same characters. Everything else is different. Yeah, which was very refreshing. It was like, it was just unique. It, it was, was very, very nice. much unique. I Martin Scorsese would call it cinema. I would he, agree. He, it's not like Marvel what's, whatsoever. But it just really aggravated me when people were like, yeah, but I just didn't really like it. Because you know, they, they literally went in just expecting it to be a... I, I could definitely see people not liking this movie on the premise of like... It was intense. Yeah, it was very intense. Um, they even had a cop car out front when we uh, when we went in. And there was a lot of checking ID and shit. Mm. But um, tonal movie, very dark. Very dark. Uh, it was very enjoyable, though. My favorite part was just how abrupt and spontaneous the ending was. Yeah. No, the ending... The movie... It starts off kind of slow. I'll admit that. But it wasn't like... When I say start off slow, it wasn't like... Oh, it was dragging. It was just kind of... There's one specific point where the movie kind of just picks up and like hits the ground running. Yeah. And then prior to that, it still has its moment, but it's not as nuts. Yeah, it's it's an intro. Yeah. But uh, it was uh, what I liked about the ending or just the movie in general is like it really didn't feel like any movie I've ever seen before. I was thinking that too, well, because I was trying to, uh, I was trying to think of like movies in the past where I've thought like, what could this remind me of? What could I compare this to? There's not and much. Nothing really shared the same tone. Mm. Like, I don't know. It, uh... it, I will say, like, they, the movie does, it's hard to explain, because it does a job of where they kind of make you sympathize with him, but not in a way where you feel sympathetic towards him, if that makes any sense whatsoever. No, it, it very much does, because, like, you almost feel bad, because you're, basically, Joaquin Phoenix did a phenomenal job of watching this guy that was already somewhat deranged go farther and farther and farther down this rabbit hole. Yeah, you know, as he just kind of degrades as a person, how his morals just slowly go away, and how he does—I don't want to say turn into a villain, but turns into a, such a deranged person that he starts it's, doing some bad stuff. It's kind of it. 
it's kind of like a serial killer documentary-esque. Very, where, like, I would agree with that. Where you kind of go through the timeline of, like, they... We're kid, normal they like killed rabbits when they were a kid and this could have sparked and it's just something to that degree but yeah. very more cinema-esque very more movie-like and a lot of the outlets were complaining like this movie was too violent and it sympathized with serial killer there, there was fucking i think it was cnn a lot of articles were having an absolute field day of just shitting on the movie and like i get it it's fine the the movie did kind of do that, but they didn't do it in a way to where it's like fantasizing about this kind of behavior. Uh, I mean, there was a there was a part, I guess, like with the uh, this is kind of a plot point, I guess, but uh, a rioting community started up because the city was in such shambles, which is what made Joaquin Phoenix's character Joker or uh, fuck, what was his name, Arthur Fleck, basically mm. turn evil quote quote yeah because you know the city was so shit so this group of people basically was what we would call our incels that are uh yeah resort to violence to uh get stuff done so i guess like that that makes sense but at the same time like we, we talked about it before we saw it you know it's a movie and it should stay a movie and it's media and it should stay media well that was one thing when i was watching it i felt very incel-esque so i don't it was something that i would not want to take a part of i just felt because the whole movie like we said, just makes you feel very uncomfortable the whole time, except there's literally one part of the movie that's, like, the slightest bit of relief, and it's huh? a, it's literally after he killed someone. Oh, my God. It's actually, in my opinion, it was one of the most brutal scenes as well. Oh, yeah, it was, it was very intense, but, like, what follows it was very, like, you could actually breathe. I mean, you could breathe, but the tension was still so fucking palpable. Pal palpable? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like... I really want to describe the scene, but I'm not, because it's actually a banger of a scene the first time you see it. Yeah. It's very good. I recommend you see the movie, and to be honest, that two hours, like, I'm the type of person that if the movie's over 90 minutes, I start thinking to myself, all right, when's this ending? Yeah. I actually was surprised when that two hours was up. Like, it was, I think it's like a two hour and something, like, less than five minutes, two hours and yeah. sub five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, the movie's over already? Not, like, because it wasn't a satisfying ending, but because I didn't believe two hours had passed. Yeah. I mean, it, it wrapped up nicely. I hope they don't do, like, sequels or anything. I don't even know how they could do a sequel. Exactly. I mean, I guess they did kind of do some setup for a potential, like, insert of, of a superhero yeah. type. That's the thing. I don't want, like, a fucking... I don't want Joaquin Phoenix... Like, Joaquin Phoenix as, like, a Joker villain in a Batman movie. I mean, I Robert Pattinson's the new Batman. Yeah. Not, so, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think those two go well together. No, I don't either. But, like, it, his character didn't seem... It wasn't... It was violent, but it, he didn't seem, like, a violent type, if that makes sense. I don't Joaquin? know. Yeah. Um, I feel like because this was supposed to be, like, before he goes completely crazy, so I... Yeah, I, I feel like if there were to be a sequel, he would be a very this. He would be a serial killer type character. Yeah, I just don't. This don't is know. just leading up to it. I just don't want a sequel. I guess. Well, I mean, okay, so I doubt they're gonna do the uh, like superhero insertion. I feel like they only brought up like young Bruce Wayne just to kind of satisfy and like allude to that they are in the DC universe. Yeah, but they kept it at that level. 
Yeah. Because it was relevant to his backstory of why he got even crazy. Well, exactly. That's why I just wanted us that. Because I feel like a lot of issues with Hollywood is, oh, this made a lot of money. I guess a lot of people want to see a second one. And then when the second one comes out, it kind of ruins the mm. movie for you, more or less. I, I, I just can't get over how good of a performance Joaquin Phoenix had. Oh, no, he was incredible. I can't think of a better performance within the past few years. It was just crazy how good he was. Yeah, because he, he literally played the character, like, to a T of, like, if I had no idea, or, like, if I read all the comics and, I guess, not a fanatic of mm. the character, but I don't know. I mean... It, I just think that's what I'd want the portrayal to be. It, I, I can't get over, like, so... From the beginning of the movie, he's, I don't want to say normal, he's still off, but he basically has this descent to madness. I already said that. Just Joaquin Phoenix's representation of that descent, of that just crazier and crazier and becoming more and more the Joker rather than the person he was, was just, was just so in front of you that you couldn't miss it and it felt real. Yeah. Like, that's why the movie was so off-putting is because it was shot and acted in such a way you could have felt that you were witnessing it in front of you. And that's why some of the cringy scenes were so goddamn cringy is because you think you're watching real footage of someone being this horrible. Yeah, exactly. And then he had a lot of, uh, like, delusional scenes. Oh, my gosh. The way that they did the delusions, the camera work, were phenomenal. Yeah. Just an overall great movie, and I'm very happy I saw it. Yeah, I can't really think of too many uh, downsides of it. Music um, choice was fantastic. Was yeah. and they nailed the time period as well. I I found that recent movies where they film in like an older time period, it seems a little like they kind of like forget about it halfway through. Yeah, but they kept this one all the way through, and I really liked it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't. I really hope people don't make comparisons of like Heath Ledger Joker and this Joker because oh, they're not I so the same. Agree. I so agree because like. Heath Ledger's Joker was for a superhero movie. This one was for not. <laughs> yeah. It's basically its own thing. They're both even... phenomenal performances in their I, own right. I don't know what you described the movie as. Maybe, like, psychological thriller? It's definitely a psychological thriller. Yeah. Because would... I don't know if I'd give it, like, a horror stain, because... No. I wouldn't, personally. No. I would say psychological thriller is probably the best bet, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would say whatever you do, find a, find time to go see this movie if you aren't a little baby you'll like it a lot it's probably the best movie that's come out this year i'd say definitely i like make the claim endgame but i mean i'm talking about overall because i mean like endgame's writing was pretty bad that's true i well yeah i wouldn't even say endgame to be honest i mean endgame just made a lot of money and it was endgame just had a pay a huge payoff because we've been watching the movies for the last like fucking 10 years yeah that's true there's probably a couple other bangers that i'm not thinking of but i don't know i think we can wrap it up on that note though all right folks thank you for tuning into our discussion about the joker and the stuff beforehand as always this has been the frying pan podcast is this episode 48 or 49 49 one away from 50 the halfway mark to 100. Okay. <laughs> this is episode 49. Thank you for tuning in. As always, we are on social media. We are on Twitter and Instagram. The handle for both of those is the Frying Pan Pod. And you are listening to us on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Stitcher, or Podbean. 
or YouTube. Did I say YouTube already? Maybe. Regardless, thank you for doing that. We'd appreciate it. If you could leave a like, a comment, a star rating, anything would help us out. And if you have any constructive criticism, you can also send it over to our email, which is independentpodcast at gmail.com. As I always say, we do this to get better. And what's the best way to get better, Dan? By doing it. By through doing con- it. Through constructive criticism. And for the last time, this has been the Frying Pan Podcast. I've been Rob D'Onofrio. Me. Robert. We've been Venom. Have a good week. <laughs> Watch out. I might just get your girlfriend and make out with you. Not because I like you or anything. Might just f- <laughs> might just fuck around and become Black Spider-Man. <laughs>